Welcome to So Do You Want to Talk About. This is a podcast where four northern friends from the UK talk about K-pop, Hallyu and Korean culture. Disclaimer, these are all our own personal thoughts and opinions. So do you want to talk about what the hell has happened in January 2024? Okay, welcome back. Welcome back. Happy February, everyone. We finally made it through the longest January ever. What a month. Have we uh, got any money left? (laughs) I never had any money to start with. (laughs) And then Cass is back with a child. When we say a child. I have birthed. A fairy puppy. (laughs) I have birthed my own fairy, fairy, furry baby. Oh, we've got a little Soju mascot. Is he a K-pop fan? He's not called Soju. Who's his bias? <laughs> he's, he's, I've gone for a very traditional name. Song Mingi. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, anyway, this episode, this episode is going to be about the very, very long January month of this year. Catch up on what's happened. If Santa had bought you some Christmas money, it'd have been gone. It wouldn't have lasted a minute in January. It's gone. I don't think it made it out of December, to be perfectly no. honest. No, I was skinned, to be fair. Yeah, that um, early December paycheck, it did not oh. stretch a while. <laughs> it got paid this week, and, like, I'm trying to, like... Because, obviously, we're going to Korea. I don't know if I mentioned we're going to Korea. I'm trying to stop buying albums until we go yeah, to I Korea. Good. But, like, everybody's coming out with no albums, and I'm like, I can't keep up. Can I, can I restrain myself? Can, can we make it to September without me purchasing an album? Who knows? Watch the space. Doubt it. <laughs> What's his name? Anyway, before we start with our January roundup and what the hell happened in January, because we didn't think we were going to get a lot, we've got too much. Um, shall we introduce ourselves? I'm AM. I'm B. I'm Cass. And I'm Lou. And we are. So do you want to talk about? Woo! <laughs> and 2024 has started out with quite a few comebacks, some announcements, some tour discussions tours announced tours started and new music videos in conclusion a lot of stress <laughs> <laughs> who said k-pop life was fun <laughs> so today we just wanted to do a quick rundown of what's happened in january our favorite bits and what we think's going to come in 2024 and our general predictions so who wants to go first do you know what i'll take one for team i'll go first so this is AM on no sleep after being out last night. We'll let her take the lead and we'll see how it goes. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm living off LucasAid and a piece of toast, so let's see how we go. So, buckle up. <laughs> We've got... So, X-Hikers obviously came to London um, in January and played uh, for all the London X-Hikers fans. Um, and I saw... An, I am gutted. I, I was really gutted. I saw so many videos. But it was spenny when I saw the ticket prices. It was been. It was about the same price as Extraordinary Heroes. Um, <gasps> really? So obviously it's it's expensive, um, and it was only a small venue. Um, so can, they were playing. Can I just say that KQ was so good with getting their acts touring. They actually are. Like they are fresh on, on the scene, and they're already in London. Because we saw them at K-pop Looks. Yeah, we've been having this debate, haven't we? And we did say that at some point we want to do unpopular or popular opinion but kq they seem to love europe Mm. and just Mm -hmm. getting them out there and just getting them touring even if it's a small little venue or a little theater they're out Mm -hmm. there and the videos look so good because i don't think there was a single seat in that theater that was a bad seat yeah like everyone looked like everyone you know when you get a picture of the band at the end and they have the crowd in the background I could see everyone's face in that photo. It's like when we went to go see W24. Yeah. It was like that. Yeah. Like, kind of... It's like not intimate. Everyone's present. I wish I could say the same about some of the other groups. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> save it Save it for our episode. <laughs> yeah. You'll have to tune in for that one, but you probably... It's probably not going to be a shock to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, the uh, Rolling Stones UK put an article out that they'd obviously been to the X-Hikers um, concert and uh, they described it as hyper slick mature and well executed couldn't have put it better myself to be Hi honest slick slick interesting <gasps> that they described it as mature though when they're so new mm. so yeah that happened uh, didn't attend that fuming <laughs> <laughs> our list of this month is basically going to be didn't attend that couldn't afford that. that wasn't available on that day um, <laughs> and then the next one uh, Les Seraphim's at 
they're coming out with their third mini album on the 19th of February. Um, I keep seeing all the trailers. I don't know if you've seen the memes of Unchin falling down the stairs with a nice letter in her hand. Um, absolutely <laughs> falling from a flight of stairs. The marketing on this, oh, it's just so good. I'm really excited for this album. I absolutely love La Seraphim. Um, if you want a hot take, La Seraphim is fearless backwards, if anybody. Mm. So I, I'm hoping these go on tour. I can't afford it. I don't know why I keep saying I'm hoping. I can't afford it. I haven't got no more annual leave. I've already booked it in for the rest of the year. And they're going, oh, I hope so-and-so talks. I can't go. I can't. Mm. This is what this podcast is, though. We announce all of these amazing things, amazing things we want to do, and then we complain with the fact that we can't do it. So it's a full cycle. Yeah. If everybody else gets to go, we'll live through you. Um, so, And then that's a segue to Unchun's Star Diary. That I've been watching, if anybody been keeping oh. up. She did win an award um, over the Christmas period of the award shows for the for the Star Diary. Um, and she had Itsy on, and she had Rajan from Itsy. Um, and um, they, they've they they've got recently just had a comeback as Itsy. Um, so she had her on there. And I didn't realise that they all know it. Like, all these K-pop idols, they all know each other, don't they? Mm. And I didn't realise... They're in the same circles, aren't they? Yeah. Well, I'm sure they do. Like, they all mm. run in the same circles. Yeah. It's just... They don't shout about it in case there's fan fallout. Yeah. Whereas now I think they're just going to talk about it more. Like, it's definitely changing. Like, I'm seeing a lot, especially the birth of TikTok and dance collabs. You re- Like, everyone knows each other and everyone's probably really good friends yeah. and drinking buddies yeah. and all of that. Because she was saying that the that Itzy are really good friends with uh, Esper. So, and oh, then okay. Lester, I think my friends with Esper as well. So they all hang out together in like a group. Like, you know, they'll all go for food and stuff together with each other. And I was like, I don't know. Like, you kind of forget that like they are just people and it's like having work colleagues. Yeah. And you're going out for food like after work. I just find it my own blowing. But yeah. I don't know why I've just got this image in my head now of like finishing work and being like, oh, should we just go pub? <laughs> well, that's what it's like, isn't it? Yeah. Song Mingy, come on, let's go. Let's go have a talk over a pint. I'm like, oh, what a day at work. Should we go have a beer to, to de- decompress? Spoons, anyone? <laughs> I don't know why he speaks like that. I don't know why. It's because he does. He's like, <laughs> oh, should we go have a beer? It's that. It's the pirate. It's the pirate. <laughs> We're basically we envision if Song Mingy was from the UK, it'd be from all. Oh, <laughs> a deep voice. <laughs> 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 Talk, sorry, slight thing. Has everyone seen those TikToks though that are like, if ACs or like if Stray Kids or if BTS were from the UK, what parts of the UK they'd be from? Stop! Stop! I love them. They're so funny. They're very accurate as well. Because I'm like, totally. Like, yep. Yeah, Cast, have you seen the one? It's like Banchan would work in JD. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yes, stop it now. And like, oh. Hunjin would work at the works, you know, like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, I can't, oh. I can't grasp it. And like, oh, I think it was like Lino was like the receptionist at a premiere, and I'm like, stop, ah, <laughs> oh, stop it. There was that one where it was, it was Sugar, and he works at a subway, and he doesn't ask you what you want, he just gives you what you want. <laughs> <laughs> is that that's not all girl groups in January, though, is it? There's been a very big album release in January that happened, and I feel like I could hand this over to Cass, since it is one of her favourite girl groups that had an album release this month. Yeah, well, on the 29th of January, 2024, it was a very busy day, <laughs> very busy day indeed. Um, yeah, Idol came out with their new album, Two. Dramatic pause. <laughs> um, I was going to say, do you want to clap? I was like, yay! Woo! <laughs> Dramatic pause. Um, so, yeah, so obviously they'd released Wife on the, I think on the 22nd of January, um, as obviously that. like a bit of a teaser. And I was hook, line, and sinker because I thought that was just such a bop. It's um, so funny, isn't it? I think it was a bit controversial. Though. We've got a lot of popular yeah. opinions that might be unpopular, but yeah. Some people just need to grow up. Yeah, I think people. I think from what I saw, people were like, "Oh, it doesn't make sense." And I, th- for me personally, that's the point of the song. Mm-hmm. For me, yes. I think it's a very metaphorical song. Yes, and it's you know, this is what you say. You know, women should be like, 
I cook, I clean, I do this, I make your, your room nice, I do this, I cook for you. Like, I, I think that was the point of the song that I think yeah. obviously point went over a lot of people's heads. So basically, I don't know if you've caught this, uh, Cass and, and B and Lou, but have you noticed in the music video they don't actually like um, lip sync the words? And yeah, quiet. they're just... And everyone, they all look the same on purpose. Yeah, I, I was going to mention like, that they all yeah. live with the same hair, Same haircut. Just, yeah, I think it's a really good message. Yeah, I person. do. I think it was a really clever mm. way as well. Way which do, yeah, it was a classy way to do it. Yeah, it was. I think mm. it was a really smart way to go about it and put all these messages across. And I think it's a shame that some people haven't got that. Because for, for me personally, yeah. the ma- the first reason that I got into Idol was because of the messages they put across. Like, Tomboy was, obviously, that's one of my favourite songs. Yeah. Mm. And I love how they've stuck to their roots with that. Yeah. And I think So Young plays a huge part in it. Which, by the way, certified on uh, Comca now. She's one of only three women who are K-pop idols who have been certified on that. So that is a, a huge milestone. And I'm so glad that she's on that's there because brilliant. she deserves to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that her being so involved in the writing and production of the music, unlike a lot of girl groups where they don't have that kind of influence, I think that's why G Idol have got such messages that that can go out and yeah. stuff like that. And it's a shock to people because they're not used to seeing that from girl groups. And it's also the same with like when they did Nude, mm. and the message that Nude provi- like Nude was such a powerful thing. And what Soya mm-hmm. did was it was to do with um, I don't know I don't want to go too much into it um, about uh, child predators and the idea was that the the when you search for something um, the music yeah. for mm-hmm. Idol would come up instead mm-hmm. so instead of other things coming up and I just like when the lyrics on that and it's like if you were here for a f- free show uh, here for a show then like get lost like yeah. that's the like the 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 concept of it and I just think they're just like proper female empowering aren't they? Yeah, they're breaking oh, down yeah, barriers, aren't they? So going back to the wife song, it is satire. So they are yes, they yeah. are making fun, light heart, like fun and a light hearted humor out of something that's actually quite a serious situation. So when people are saying I don't get the song, it doesn't make sense. That's the satire of it. It doesn't make sense. Wife expectations that this country has put on women it doesn't make sense that's what we're saying yeah. like so yeah. you are agreeing with it um and there's a lot of people out there saying going like oh people are reading too much into this wife it's not that deep it's not that and it's like no we're not reading too much into it they are telling you what they are saying it's very on the on the surface mm. mm-hmm. yeah they are it is on the nose it's just that you're not seeing the issue they're showing it you there they're yeah the dance they all look the same they're all doing everything you want they're being pretty prim doing everything they want in the bedroom doing everything that a wife is destined to do which is what they say and they're not lip syncing they're not singing because you know they're not allowed to really have that opinion of what they should be as a wife so it's it's there it's not we're not reading into it it's there yeah mm. <laughs> it's quite ironic that people not getting it and not understanding it is almost proving the point even more yeah. so but mm-hmm. I, I also think that like I, I don't know whether the people in Korea or whatever think it's an attack on men as well like it, it's not it's not an attack on men it's just it's proven a point that when you are Society, a wife yeah. yeah that is what you're expected to do and it's not that it's, it's not that they're saying that it's all men that that are you know making their wives be like that it's just that that is what they mm-hmm. when they get Society married pressures. that's what they they should they think they should be doing well it's that's been, all it is uh blacklisted hasn't it it's not going on kbs isn't it what like <laughs> yeah what? when you hear some of the stuff that has been passed you think to yourself really mm. it's like almost a double standard isn't yes. it yes yeah don't get me started on new jeans oh cookie cookie thank you yeah so cookie was allowed on kbs even though it was suggestive in that manner and yeah. wife is suggestive in that manner they don't say yeah. any swear words they don't see any of this but that's then been blacklisted because of certain wording that's used as slang to suggest something yeah. which is also used as slang to suggest something in cookie but it kind of mm. that still went through so which in my mind is arguably worse because of the age of some of the members of new jeans mm. exactly yeah. well one of them is 15 <laughs> exactly yeah like, like i i love new jeans like don't get me wrong i mean this this i'll talk about this in the controversial opinions episode i love new jeans do not get me wrong but there's always an element of me that just feels slightly ick 
uncomfortable sometimes when I, I mainly when I see them perform, and even though obviously she wears more appropriate outfits than other girl groups and stuff like that, I still remember that this girl is only 15 and she debuted when she was like, what, 14? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know if you've watched their like uh, when they first, um, it was that, I think it was like the Mamas, but not last year, the year before, and their outfits were a lot more like how a, a 14 or 15 year old would dress. Like, yeah. it was, like, in, like, mum jeans with, like, a cute hat and, like, some leg warmers. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It, was, like, it wasn't it was too, like, cutesy-cutesy, but I just feel like that instead of, like, going, like, gradually, they've just come from zero to 100 really quickly with the outfits. And I feel like yeah. they, they're trying to make them look like they're, they're seniors with their, their fits and they're still within mm. the, the teenage kind of age and i just feel like they're going down the wrong path with that i think like obviously like for for groups like idol they embrace the fact that their their music and their outfits are very sexy and a lot of them Mm -hmm. have said this new album's got a really sexy vibe to it and that's okay because these women are in their late 20s it's then for me new jeans concept is very cutesy is very like youthful and that's totally fine they then need to not blur the lines you know, I'm going to save this for my, the controversial opinions episode because that's my hot take. But yeah, sorry, back to Idol's album. So um, obviously all the members took part in writing the songs for this album. I know um, Soyan's obviously quite a big songwriter. I know So Yuki is, um, but all of them kind of took part. Um, for me personally, it's a really solid album. I might say it's their best one yet. Like Super Lady is my go-to. If I'm feeling down and not empowered, or I'm about to go out, I need to put Super Lady on. Can we can we talk about Sawyer on that giant silver scorpion? Yeah, because they did like a like a performance video as well. Yeah, Cass's face. <laughs> I think Cass would like to talk about that. I'm so gay. She was holding on to that scorpion like <laughs> she was. Can we talk about her heels as well? Have you have you seen their fits recently? I've just seen one before we started yeah. the pod. So the, good. The, where are they getting the footwear? The footwear is insane. I want those um no, those denim shorts with the red fluffy bits. Yeah. I want Oh that. yes. Yeah, I love those outfits. I want that to strut around Korean. <laughs> with your bang chan blanket. That'd go great. <laughs> but yeah, I do think the the G Idol outfits have been really good. I mean I always think they have, but this comeback, always yeah. so good. I, I the bringing it back to the controversy, I have seen people complaining about the outfits because they wear the sort of like pants, you know, with like tights rather than having trousers as oh, and I was like, Yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, they look great. They look you're, stunning, you're they're jealous. jealous. <laughs> yeah. They're just jealous. Wait, are you t- are you telling me the internet has a problem with what a woman wears? What? <gasps> no. Don't get me started. That never happens. We ain't that kind of podcast. <gasps> that is brand new information. <laughs> I did not know that ever happened. I also love the beginning of that song. Obviously, I, Sion is my bias. I love that woman to the death. Um, but I love when she does like the high notes at the beginning because this might just be me reading too much into this here. But that i find that song's very empowering it's a very like women powerful song and her vocals at the start she is putting so much power into it um do you know what she I mean? grabs your attention yeah like, there's not a lot of background music is it it's like the music it's like the rather than goes it going, low and it's her voice yeah like rather it started slowly it literally goes like like that yeah and i just think it, it's like she's going it holds up. ladies assemble yeah ladies pay attention <laughs> is, yeah what a great song um i also love there's a bit of a recurring theme at the minute with a lot of k-pop songs featuring the seven days of the week what is this about (laughs) that is a good song and a ballad and you know how i like a ballad Mm. and i can imagine that one like being played on the radio as well like over here like it's just such a good tune it's mainly english isn't it yeah it's english yeah quite a lot of g idol songs are Mm. I like, um, which you'll like, uh, Lou, if you like Flip It, um, is, uh, is it Rolly or Rolly? I don't know which one. Rolly, um, yeah, Which is Yuki's. What a bop. But <laughs> R&B, my girls. <laughs> They've gone very R&B on this album, haven't they? And I feel that from the front cover, it looks very, I want to say Destiny's Child. 
Like it's like, <laughs> yeah. I get what you mean. That metallic 2000s yeah. like stamp. It oh, looks yeah. very Destiny's Child with, with like the crown in the middle as well. Like, you know how like in the 2000s you had like crown gem jeans and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it just yeah. seems very like that. I always associate the metallic stuff with Gida. Like the Mama outfits were all there, the silver. I love that. But Did I... you see the red ones though from the yeah. year before? Oh my yeah, god, yeah. I wanted oh, that in my wardrobe. The Tom that mm. that out those outfits were insane. Yeah. But I've never seen somebody pull off silver boots in the way that Gida do. I think they just. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like anyone else wearing them, you'd be like tacky. Them wearing them amazing incredible <laughs> you look at them and go i could pull that off and then yeah, and you're like, yeah. No, I'll, leave, I'll leave it to the yeah, girls probably not. Yeah. Uh, but no i as a good album I, I need to give it a few more listens i think because when cass is mentioning songs i'm like oh yeah that is a yeah. good one. Oh yeah that is a good it one great. well mm. i got i want to put you girls on the it's his new album it's his okay. new album you guys like dreamcatcher so i feel like you guys well you we all like dreamcatcher i feel like you will enjoy this album it's very rocky Oh, it's okay. a rocky album, but obviously they've um, it, they've all got their own individual songs on this album. Born to be, apart album. from apart from yeah, so apart from Born to Be and Untouchable, they've all got their own. And Leah's actually on there; she's got a song on there, even though she's not partaking in the tour, which they're going on tour. <laughs> Sorry, you're gonna have to pull that down a little bit and shout that. Uh, they're going on tour. I need to work on AM's vocal range. <laughs> um, so. Uh, you need to listen to Crown on My Head by Yeji. Um, it's just so good. It's, it, I have it on constantly. I have heard that. I've been paying a bit more attention to Yeji ever since I saw her do the River performance yeah. and playing with Fire with Hyunjin at the Golden Disc Awards. Um, I actually really like Yeji because I watched her in the Stray Kids talker behind the scenes mm. and I was like, oh, actually, I think that she's really And funny. also, they all had to write their own individual songs. Oh, did they? They all wrote their own. Oh, I like I like this trend that's happening now. I think JYP might have forced them. I'm not gonna lie, because I don't think they've, I don't think they're really into something like you know these. But I think he thought, I think I think he's basically said to the girls, do this, make this album how you want to make it. Yeah, because it's completely different to any of the other Itzy albums. It's it's different to the Kill My Doubt album. That's a little bit more fun. Like they've got cake exactly. on there, yeah. you know, um, you know, um, bet on me, and they've got that. This is more edgy. This is giving punk. It's giving Ooh. rock. It's giving. It's giving Dreamcatcher, and I sh- I hate comparing other artists to, you know, artists should be their own artists. But I think if you're fans of Dreamcatcher, you'll be a fan of this album. Okay. Um, and I will not go and see them on tour, unfortunately, because I really can't take the time off work. Um, and nobody else would come with me. I was really. I was gonna come on my own, and then one of our lovely, lovely followers, who actually me and MB met at Blackpink decided to reveal to me that she'd bought Itzy tickets and she was going on her own after oh. they already sold out. And I was like, oh, I actually would have met up with her and yeah. like, and, and, and met up with her and, and, and gone. But yeah, I'm not going. I heard the tickets were really hard to get. I've seen a few people saying that they Cause were Because it's at the Ovo, so it's the same place where we're going to see the Rose. Yeah. Well, I was tempted to see, to do that with Dreamcatcher, go on my own, but it's it costs a lot. Tickets are a lot. And obviously we're not we're not near London, so. And this podcast isn't exactly raking in the funds right now. <laughs> this is purely for our entertainment. <laughs> I, like I, I don't think people realise this isn't our full time job. We all have lives and jobs apart from this podcast. I want to put it out there because we had a message on Instagram. I don't know if you've seen it. Was like, well, how can you not afford the tickets for Australia Kids? Because you know, you guys have got a podcast. Doesn't mean we're raking it in. Like, we, 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 you know, we all have jobs. I work full time. Severe debt. You don't know me. <laughs> yeah, we're in debt from this podcast. We had to buy a mic. <laughs> this dog is expensive. I like, I like the, I like the lifestyle that we've allegedly set up for ourselves. Though. We would love this to be our full time job, but at the moment we do it for free. It's off our own backs. It's our own personal therapy that we do once a month. Yeah, literally net loss. Yeah, <laughs> a net loss. My time has not been paid here. <laughs> this is my free time. Just in happiness. I tell you what's become a bit of a thing now if I've had a drink. I tell people, I've got a podcast, you know that, when we perform my friend. We perform my friends. <laughs> oh, no. Shameless me. I can see you going out with a uh, business card and just slipping it across the bar, yeah. just going, yep, 
got a podcast. AM gets everyone in, honestly. When we were on the airport bus in Paris, this guy who clearly had a crush on her and had no interest in K-pop <laughs> listened for an hour from Paris to the airport about our podcast. I could hear from like a few rows ahead where I was sat. I was just like, she's going for it. <laughs> I was like, we're going places here. We're going places with this podcast. So, But obviously I was oblivious at this point. So I just thought he generally was interested. And then she's going, when we got on the bus, she went... He doesn't give a crap about the podcast. I think he wanted your number. I'm like, oh, okay, well. He's trying to pick you up. I was going to say, though, speaking of uh, concerts, I am absolutely devastated that I'm not going to be able to go to the IU concert. I honestly never thought that IU would ever come near you. I didn't think she'd go outside of Asia. She never normally tours outside of Asia, so I didn't think it would be a possibility. But this makes me think she might be going on a break. She might. She's been in the industry a long time. Yeah, she has really been in a long time. Break. Yeah, but why I am, are you not going? I'm going to see the Killers on the same day. Oh, yeah. I can't go. I'm. I'm devastated. There is so much happening that weekend, though. So you've got the Killers, and then you've also got Taylor Swift. <laughs> she's in London. Another thing I'm not going to. Yes. And the thing is, IU is playing so... the Oval Wembley, <laughs> and Taylor Swift is playing the Wembley Stadium. The tubes and the, the tubes hotels are going to be a nightmare. Old. The week, the week after, IU's playing, Ives playing. Yeah, it's really well. busy. And I, the thing is, as well, IU, I can't remember exactly which Europe city she's doing, but she's not doing Paris, which I would have gone to the Paris date yeah. had had there been one because obviously it's quite close for us and we can get pretty cheap flights. But she's not, she's not playing Paris, so and I couldn't justify go into one of the cities further afield unfortunately so i am going to be missing out on that but if anyone does go please let me know how it was so i can live vicariously through you is marie going oh so marie is she looking to go because yeah. i gave her a heads up saying that taylor swift is obviously there the same weekend hotel is mm. going to cost a lot um mm. but she was aiming to come for iu and she's also looking at hyde park Yes. So she said that she wants to come over and meet us, which is cute. See, this is why we love K-pop. We've made friends from other countries that we always get together and see. And when we're in London, we always try and catch up with Jenny and Erin as well. Um, yes. From Jenny's Cup of TV. Um, so we've, we've made so many different friends we and have, stuff. We and have. We love seeing people's Instagram posts on how people get to know people within K-pop because... Me and Cass know. I only had Cass, really. Like I didn't. We didn't really mm-hmm. have anyone else, did we? If something K-pop was happening, the ending result was me pressuring Cass to go. <laughs> so I've now found the source of my financial issues. <laughs> <laughs> it's you, <laughs> all along. Uh, but yes. So January, obviously busy. I could talk about what I'm going to mention now for the next twenty hours. Me and B have already talked about this for the past 20 hours. 20 hours only? <laughs> 80s opened their tour in Seoul. And... Stop. Just stop. I can't take it. <laughs> Cancel the tour. Cut the cameras. <laughs> Cut the cameras. <laughs> but also, leading on from the 80s announcement of the tour, we have amazing news for K-pop generally at Coachella so Coachella I think obviously after the success of Blackpink being at Coachella and the amazing crowds they brought the West obviously have realised oh people seem to like K-pop and they have big fandoms so let's get a few people at Coachella so 80s are going to Coachella for 2024 the Rose are going to Coachella for 2024 and who else is at Coachella for 2024 AM? The Seraphim, I believe. The Seraphim. What the hell? What the hell? Get me. Why did I not become like an influencer in like 2016? Like, what the hell? Like, I can't believe these are all happening. Oh, the memes. The memes. The memes are my favourite thing. The favourite thing that have been happening. Like, everyone's saying, if I see a chair on that stage... When ATs are there, yeah, like I'm it. done. It's, I'm it's, it's just the, it's just the uh, the roadie Derek. And it's like, oh no, it's just stuff, just stuff. Yeah. <laughs> he's a backing dancer. The thing is, what are we gonna do? Listen, I would never, I would never recommend gatekeeping. However, 
gatekeep, gatekeep. This is this is the scenario where I would recommend gatekeeping. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, though, that the, the, it's going to be harder, even harder to get tickets for concerts because then they're going to get more people that like them and then we're, we're going to be in a bloody queue now. So this is what I was saying. I was like, I need... So ATs, they announced they were going to do a world tour at the end of December. No, not the end of December, the end of November. They've launched this world tour in Seoul, which was a few weekends ago. We're recording this on the 4th of February. They have not announced any other dates for this world tour and they've not announced when tickets are going to go on sale. If it's a world tour, if it's just an Asia tour, if it's a US tour, they've not said anything. They've announced Coachella. I need them to release tour dates before Coachella. (laughs) I need... Because I am not going up against i don't i don't know claudette from la who wants to fly all the way to london to come and take tickets from me just because some guy on stage made a bark and another one was dancing with a bit of fabric i'm not having it (laughs) you don't deserve it claudette our group chat has been non-stop hasn't it oh it hasn't stopped i mean since we've seen these videos circulated i keep saying last one i promise girls two minutes later never mind Go went back on that promise. That was a lie. <laughs> <laughs> There's just been too much. Too there much has content. been too much. To, to, it to... looks big budget though, with that big eye on the stage. Oh yeah, they have. So with ATs, and I think me and Cass were incredibly lucky that we saw ATs as our first proper K-pop concert because of what I've learnt from other K-pop performances and concerts, like from you know their DVD releases or seeing them in the cinema. It is still a performance, like a K-pop you know dancing stage and stuff with ATs it's like a theatrical story throughout the whole show yeah yeah so the yeah, songs go in line with their dystopian story and what i've seen from their tiktoks and stuff they have gone full budget on this tour like they, they because they've it, got yeah. their subunits as well they are almost having they're almost telling this like different stages of this story throughout and there's acting involved i've had so many sungwa on my tiktok of him just like getting beaten up <laughs> and trying to fight with all these people. Can we talk about the outfits, though? The stage outfits? Lack of. Where do we begin? Yeah, I mean, let's keep this PG, girls, but the outfits look insane for this tour. Not just the stage, just the stage itself with all of the different props and stuff like that, mm-hmm. but the outfits and the uh, blindfolds. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. The um, scarves. <laughs> Handcuffs. But what was really funny is, obviously, we're used to Europe um, 18E's breaking the wall. So when we've seen the break the wall, it's been loud. You can hear it out of the stadium and stuff. There's been a lot of Instagram and TikToks of the Korean fans. And people have just been going, they didn't even chip the wall. <laughs> It does look like a very different experience. Obviously, you guys have experienced it in Korea. Me and AM, this is the thing, this is why we need the 80s tour because even though me and AM have seen 80s twice now, it's not been on a tour. We haven't got the full. We had a full concert. We've had a few songs and a few song repeats. Drop the dates. Drop the dates, KQ. Lads, I'll pay. What I'd love, actually, is if I'm going to do a manifestation here. This is the 4th of February, we're recording this. By the time this goes out on the following Wednesday, I hope the Monday has brought tour announcements. I, I, I need it. I need it. Is that your hot And if take? not, this, this episode will just be as it is. <laughs> so, we'll cut this out. Because <laughs> cameras. <laughs> but yeah, so that was amazing. Because obviously Coachella, incredibly big festival. A lot of K-pop groups are doing festivals in general. I might be making a segue right now, if anyone wants to jump in with another festival. We have been... Right, I can't even talk about this too much because the tickets haven't gone sale yet and I am stressed. So Stray Kids were announced. Obviously, we all saw the billboards. We were all stressed about the billboards. What could they mean? Some people suspected Europe tour. I did see people suspecting it was Hyde Park and, of course, it was announced that in London they are going to play in the BST Hyde Park Festival. And then on the same day, which was pretty out the blue, it just came out that they were playing I Days in Milan. Now, obviously, me and AM went to BST High Park last year to see Blackpink. So I feel like we've already got a bit of an idea. We've got kind of like a leg up 
a little bit to know what we're mm-hmm. kind of like what, what we're getting ourselves into. That being said, from what I understand, the K-pop act playing or the act anyway, whoever's playing, gets to determine how long they actually play their set for as part of the because obviously BST's. It is a festival, but at the same time, it's like more like a concert series. It's outdoor concert, really. Than a, isn't it? Yeah, than, like, a, than like something like Lollapalooza, where you've got the different acts with the set times. I think that it's a bit more flexible with BST, depending on the yeah, artist. Because they're the headliner. Mm. They're the headliner of the You're buying festival the tickets to see for them, them, rather. Yeah. yeah, that's it. You don't mm-hmm. find out who the other acts are going to be until after the event. Not after the event, sorry, after the tickets have gone on sale. So, last year for Blackpink, Blackpink only played for about an hour and a half. Yes. But from what I understand, they can play up to sort of like three hours. So I'm interested to see how long the set is for Stray Kids. I'm hoping it's longer than Blackpink. I'm not going to lie. But I, I, I think it, it will. is in the fact that uh, there's a lot of suspicions that this is what they're doing for Europe mm-hmm. for 2024 until a possible 2025 Europe tour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is them ticking off Europe and they're going to do a very big either Asia america tour so i hope that it is for a longer time i think Um, it probably will because of i think i agree with what you're saying about the europe tour because i think a lot of the things i've seen have said like uk exclusive and continental europe exclusive for the milan thing which makes me think that they're not going to top plus from what i understand these festivals like bst high park and american express are not gonna they probably have something in the contract that says you cannot announce a big europe tour coming up in so many months apparently that's what they do for coachella because it might take away from the ticket sales of bst hyde park if they announced we're also doing a europe Ah. tour people probably wouldn't buy the hyde park tickets yeah so i don't think i think perhaps stray kids might come to europe but i think it will be 2025 it will be the latter end of the tour if they're gonna do that I also think I wouldn't be surprised if Stray Kids did longer at BST because Blackpink do have a tendency to do short sets, I would say, yeah. in general. Blackpink, obviously, they don't release as much as the typical K-pop group. Do you know what I mean? Like the Blackpink's last full group release was Born Pink and that was that was a while ago now, yeah. So I th- I'm, I'm thinking that they intentionally did the 1.5 hours as their choice mm. because of that. I think Stray Kids will be more likely to do longer if they are able to. Uh, That's my, my, my yeah. guess. And last year, they left it a long time to announce as well who the special guests were. Yeah. It wasn't until about a month before. That being said, though, Blackpink, we got our tickets, I checked, at the end of October 2022 for the date in July 23. Mm. Whereas Stray Kids, obviously, they've just announced that in... So the tickets are coming out in February and the show is in July. So I'll be interested to see when the support acts are. I think for Blackpink, the support acts were really sort of about March time. Yeah. So we might get them... I, I've seen... I don't know rumours, I would say, so it's not a thing, but the artists playing gets a say in who the support acts are going to be. Interesting. So I don't know if that's true. Because my prediction, personally, is that they might have the new... Is it Thatcher? Thatcher? Yeah, 100%. Because Twice have had them supporting in some of their tours in the Americas... I wouldn't be surprised if JYP tried to get them as one well, of the support acts. I would like it if it was a full K-pop festival, in my opinion. Yeah. I mm-hmm. think it would. I would as well. Yeah, that same. would bring the right... Not the right kind of crowd, but the the footfall. I think that yeah. the festival... I think it brings the right clientele for the actual event in the fact that, you know, some people aren't used to festival setups. Um, obviously we've experienced that before where people go in like they're camping nights before they're you know camping at the front for like 10 hours or so and I think sometimes at festivals if there's other artists that people are really big fans of it is such a shame that some people are just not enjoying that artist and just barricading yeah. that front for that long yeah. and there's a certain loyalty behind it I understand but also with festivals and especially in the UK that's not how things run so yeah. I think it would be nice if it was that kind of K-pop scenario. Uh, I don't think they'll, they'll let anybody camp out. I think they'll be really strict. But it? I think I the problem not. is they don't let people camp out to a certain extent 
they just go to the next you know what I mean they put out a barrier saying you can't camp out here they just go further back yeah. like there's just no stopping some yeah, people and I think that's true. it is a shame especially in Milan as well it will be even worse but in London in July like it's going to be hot there's yeah. going to be people 25 not, degrees where we like, were we know as for, from Lollapalooza I've heard stories and accounts of people who were nearly passing out because they hadn't had any water because if you have water then you go to the toilet and you lose your space in the thing I I really wish that collectively we could all just say nobody do that yeah but I think realistically it's not going to happen just give me flashbacks when we went to twice and there were those people queuing out at like 2am yeah. yeah it's just unfortunately that is one of the things that comes with the territory and the mo- the earlier you do it the earlier it will be the following time and, and I think that especially for boy bands it seems to be quite Crazy. bad I don't know if people did camp out for Blackpink honestly it wasn't something that was even on our radar so we, we just rocked up didn't we yeah. we didn't really but I would say that people were sort of we were obviously in general admission people were up at that barrier we sort of got there maybe like half four and the rows were coming on at four fifty-five. yeah but like people were sat there and they were like it was it was pushy it was everyone was just standing their ground you really struggled if you did want to go out and go to the loo or anything like that like i'm gonna be honest it wasn't a very enjoyable experience waiting for blackpink to come on because of the amount of people that were could sit down to, nobody was willing to sort of in between acts go and get some food no. go and get a drink everyone was standing there whereas at like Lollapalooza, nobody started to really crowd down up until about half an hour before but i think on. that's because of where we were from yeah. the i think yeah i think it was where we were it was apparently yeah pretty bad um so i I think it does depend obviously for blackpink we weren't that close but we were quite close to the front of general admission yeah so the line yeah it could just be our age as well where we've got to a point when we're like look i just really want to enjoy the show like i want to yeah yeah i want to have room i want to have room to dance i can still see them on the stage i can see the screen i know they're present i'm you know what i mean i want to have fun yeah i want to move around and just generally whereas i know younger me she would have been trying to get barricade she would have been in it she would have been in the pit so obviously i think it is very much an age dynamic whereas now (laughs) be in the pit for free ratchet (laughs) that's the thing though i would say at black pink around us some of the people who were pushing and shoving the most were people's parents yeah I love it with parents. I'm not, I, yeah, I wasn't expecting it at all, but there were like people who were, you, you know, sort of 40s, 50s who were there with their kids who were pushing really? us out of the mm-hmm. way and even pushing people like, we were around some people who were on their own, like a 16 year old lad and that, and they were pushing him like these full grown adults. And I was, yeah, it was pretty his, shocking. His mum has entrusted us and like, because we kind of got uh, talking to quite a few people we ended up staying all together and his parents like kind of interested us to look after him in a way and then when we'd finished they were like okay where's your mum and where's your mum like where like because he was seemed mm. quite small but we had a nice group of people around us in the end who yeah. weren't afraid to tell the people that were pushing yeah. to back off yeah that's the thing i just i do want to make clear because i feel like i'm saying that there were a lot of people pushing and shoving the, for everybody who were pushing and shoving there were also some people who were really nice mm. really respectful and we made a lot of good friends there and yeah. stuff it was just I think we just want to pre-warn you it's one of those situations where like a few bad people ruin it for the rest of them sometimes. oh yeah because they're the ones that get talked about and it yeah makes, that's unfortunate it puts all of fandoms in that box of just like whoa crazy pushing selfish all yeah. of that whereas it's not like that like at Lollapalooza we had amazing people around us like we yeah we, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, did. we got such I feel like we got really lucky for that and I think that's why sometimes it's not necessarily being as close as you possibly can that's the best spot I think obviously don't get me wrong I would have liked to have I've been we, we've seen people's videos from at the front and wow it looks stunning insane. it looks absolutely right up the nostrils I still feel like we were in a pretty good spot yeah when you look back at the videos you think oh, actually we, we were quite close mm-hmm yeah either way i am very very nervous i am going to be so nervous for these tickets i really hope we get tickets i i don't want to jinx it but there are like sixty-five thousand tickets yeah i'm confident well don't forget they've never actually done a tour here it got cancelled they came over here and then they got cancelled i think they did do one though like Like a mini one i think they did one way back when the 2021 though did get cancelled yeah oh 
but they just haven't had one in recent years. So that's it. There is a lot of pent up demand, which was necess- not necessarily yeah. the same for Blackpink because they could all go to the Blackpink tour. Mm. But um, I see this as being there. Okay, we're going to do these festivals. We're going to build an even bigger following and interest in us in mm-hmm. Europe through tabloids and stuff like that. Then we're going to announce a arena tour. I think it'll yeah. be. It's a tester. Yeah, it'll be. An, I think because I think at the moment because of their name and I know in the UK a lot of arena bookings are built on record sales and the reflection of record sales in the UK so I think this is them trying to build this interest in Europe getting the news articles and everyone the general public talking about Stray Kids so then it'll be an arena booking for 2025 that's my thought yeah Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if that was that was the case I, I imagine but we will but see, we will see. We will see, we will see. And we're still very nervous about it. And yeah. <laughs> Anything else that's happening? I mean, there's been so much. And the stuff we've missed out. Like, I could have talked about ATs's individual music videos for their collab songs. Yeah. I yeah. use music video with V. Ooh, oh, that was course. a big one. That, that was, was a K drama. I it was. V. <gasps> I cried. I've never cried at a music video before. (laughs) (laughs) It was so good. And have you seen the behind the scenes video of it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so cute. Like, I mean, Cass will absolutely hate it. V is actually singing to IU when they're slow dancing. We love a method actor. He is. It's so cute. And then when he's fighting off, you know, the light cube orb at the end, like he's Mm -hmm. full on yelling and crying. (laughs) yeah i know um but i love i i wouldn't mind if after they like v and bts do their service i know they're coming back in 2025 or whatever i would love to see v in another k-drama i think yeah give him a leading role i would be surprised if he went in one Mm. okay and just so that we do not talk about we could go on forever shall we round up the episode with one thing that we predict or that we're looking forward to in 2024 i think absolutely shall i kick us off go for it so i'm going on based on the stray kids video that came out at the new year one of the things that they teased was a special album coming this year and i predict that it is going to be like a skids replay mark 2 with all of their skids record songs so like want you so bad Hold On, Miserable, and all the ones that they did at the Dome Tour. I think they're going to release an album with all of those songs on. I don't know oh, if you're really thinking. So. Yeah. I really hope so. Skids Replay is one of my favourite albums, and um, two, of, two of the songs off of that were in my Spotify top five. And there's been so many of the Skids record ones that I really, really want to hear, and you can only listen to on YouTube. And like the Dome Tour stuff, especially, like obviously they've never really released that anywhere. And Han's song just is amazing. I mean, they all are, but I really, really want that on Spotify. So that is my prediction dash wish for 2024 that the special album is Skids record songs, unreleased ones. Wow, what a hot take. I agree. I agree. I think that'll be really good because that's such a long length album as well. So I yes. I want mm-hmm. like a really good. And hopefully it would be available to purchase this time. Yeah, you never know. Because they you couldn't purchase know. a replay album, could you? No, it was, it was... They, they sent it out as the um, fan membership gift yeah. for the, the membership last year. But obviously you couldn't sign up to that later in the game so by the time i knew about stray kids it was too late to sign up for that membership yeah. and you couldn't get it afterwards so Sometimes. yeah times that's it am do you want to go next yes I, I my hot prediction is that i think who's gonna support stray kids at hyde park Ooh. i think a mix maybe Ooh. Uh, fellow jyp girl band and uh, maybe vatcher um mm. as I, well. I think, I think they're, they're ones to watch uh vatcher this year mm-hmm. see i'd like to see where this is going do you know what i mean like yeah where is it actually going now because they've just released the new um the world just debuted now uh on the 26th of january for girls of the year whole music video and everything mm-hmm. uh they've been trained this is june they spotted twice year. in mexico spotted city twice last in mexico, night yeah last night so be very interesting to see where they go and i think they're ones to watch for this year i'm not gonna mm. lie i'd love it if it was jyp Oh, can you imagine? Gotta get 
get it, get him, get him to support his boy group. I just think that would be sick. Can you imagine though? I'll go feral, mate. We should all wear JYP t-shirts. I'm not. I've been thinking that. I think we should wear wear happy JYP t-shirts with his face on. But we should have the. There's four of us. One of us. Four of us. One of us has Pappy on the front. The other J. The other Y. The other P. Oh my oh, god, we have to YMCA, but yeah. JYP. And then we need to have his like sweet dreams performance on the back, like the oh, picture gosh. of him in the gown. <laughs> Luke, can you make us some JYP folk cards? <laughs> I'll work on it. I'll work on printing some t shirts for us. <laughs> That's the outfit sorted, cheap and cheerful, that. <laughs> right, mine. Guess what, guys? I can't count to one again. I've got two things. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> my first one is. Jin and J-Hope obviously come out of military this year. I feel like Jin is going to do some album releases, possibly collab with J-Hope when he comes out. I just think there's going to be some interesting stuff happening when they come out. I'm sure they've got some stuff that they're looking forward to. Jin previously has spoken about wanting to act. I wonder if he would take this opportunity to maybe do some roles or supporting stuff. I think it'd be really interesting. My second one, I feel... I just feel it in my waters, feel it in my bones. Towards the end of the year, probably September time, Zero Base One are gonna announce a world tour. Ooh, because they've, they've released the light sticks. The light sticks have been available very easily across the world. It's not been difficult to get them out of Korea. I love the light stick. I f- and they've, they've been really, really big. They've won so many awards. I feel like that's going to be their next thing. They're going to be doing some tour dates and they're probably going to announce it around Easter time. And I hope to save this clip at some point to say I was right. So Can I just piggyback on the uh, piggyback on the end of that? Um, are we smart for buying the light sticks when we did the Stray Kids ones? Because oh, you yeah. won't be able to get a hold of them now. Yeah, They've been sat in the box unused. I know. Um, we'll finally get to use them when we, we get to the gates waiting. <laughs> Anyway, uh, go on, Cash, what's your hot take? My 2024 prediction is similar. Um, it is around September, October time. There's going to be an 80s Europe tour. They're going to come to London. I'm going to have to take one for the team and go by myself. <laughs> because we're not here. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm then going to be inducted into 80s as their newest member. Um, and I am going to be a rapper and dancer because I have been learning some girl group dances. <laughs> this will be Cass's ultimate revenge. We're out of the country, but she yeah. gets to see 80s in like, London. <laughs> Welcome to our special guest. They'll bring me on stage. I'll do my own version of answer. Yeah, I was going to say, I hope we're not taking this clip and saying, look, she was right. <laughs> Cass is no longer on the podcast. I'll be too famous. <laughs> Nine makes one team. <laughs> That is my hot take. Tell you what, guys, it's some exciting stuff that's happened in January, and if our predictions and manifestations for 2024 are correct, which, you know, they never are, guys, but we like to think they are, <laughs> it's going to be a very exciting 2024. You heard it here first. So, shall we wrap this up, girls? So, do you want to see us next week? So, do you want to listen next week? So, do you want to listen next week? Hey, so do you want to see us next week? Listen does make more sense, to be fair. <laughs> Listen, yeah, because you're not physically seeing us. Bye. Bye.